0: Welcome to the Advancing Your Career in Academia podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Laren M. Hill, a coach and a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. I'll be sharing over 25 years of tips, tools, and advice on advancing your career in academia. For more information, visit our website at theacclivity.com. Hi. I'm Lauren M. Hill, your academic career advancement coach, and I'm checking in with you all today to let you know that July is BIPOC Mental Health Month. And you all know, most of you, um, that I am a licensed clinical psychologist in addition to being an academic career advancement coach. So anytime I get an opportunity to talk to you all about mental health and behavioral health, I am going to take full advantage of that. So as we think about mental health and BIPOC individuals, um, it's important for us to realize and recognize that mental health and wellness is something that we should all be aware of. And in fact, the World Health Organization says that without mental health, there is no health. So how can you be well if you are not feeling well mentally. So just take some time out and do a quick assessment of how you are feeling? Are you stressed? Are you anxious? You know, it's summer right now and most of you are on summer break. Um, and if you're an administrator or a faculty, you may be having a little bit of a break, um, but I'm sure you're still moving the institution forward. Even with that in mind, I like to recommend that you all take some mental breaks, right? So throughout the day, one of the things that you can do is schedule space between your your meetings. Um, one of the former presidents of the universities that I was working with who mentored me recommended that I schedule lunchtime into my calendar because she wanted to have lunch with me and she noticed that my schedule was completely full. And she asked me, "Um, do you have any break time in here? When are you going to lunch? You know, you need to take care of yourself. And I said to her, well, you know, I'm so busy. At that that time, I was a department chair, so it was a bit difficult for me to schedule in breaks. And she said that was completely unacceptable. And not only did I need to have uh, lunchtime, even though it didn't have to be a standing lunchtime due to all of the meetings that we had to attend to, she said, you know, put some time in your schedule for at least a 30 minute time away where you can close your door. If you can take a walk, that's fine too. But these back-to-back-to-back meetings will get you to burn out really quickly. She was like, the university will be here um, even when you take your lunch break. So I took that to heart and I started doing that. So what I would like for you all to do, whether you're a staff, faculty, administrator, or even students, yes, please take breaks. You gotta, you know, feed yourself, to get some fuel in inside of you. Um, you want to take some mental breaks where you're just taking a breath. You know, I did a podcast not too long ago about just breathe. So today do more than just breathe, right? Schedule those breaks in. And we've heard a lot about self-care and what I want you all to be thinking about in terms of self-care is that it's not a luxury. It's something that you should be doing. Um, and it doesn't always have to be going to the spa <laughs> or getting a massage. Those things are fine or whatever your thing is to sort of unwind. But self-care is really about making yourself a priority. And so I was talking earlier about lunch breaks, right? Are you Packing your lunch, or you making your lunch, or you grabbing something, you know, that is a quick um, thing that may not be the healthiest for you just because of time's sake. I get it. You know, I know how it is to be a busy working individual and you don't always have time to plan meals. But try to think about that, right? Think about the nourishment that you're putting in your body in terms of food and take some time out just to have a healthy planned meal at least once a day, because that is about self-care. Self-care is also making sure that you are not overworking yourself, right? So many of us um, who are, you know, the Black Uh, or indigenous populations, people of colors, we're always grinding, right? We know so much about the grind culture and the grind culture will grind you down and take you out. And we want you to be here, right? So take a break from grinding when you can and just relax, right? I know you're probably saying, look, Lauren, how do I do that? Or when is that possible? But if you take a moment to look over your schedule to see where you can put some breaks in, maybe it's getting up earlier in the morning before anybody else in the house does and just taking a slow stroll around the house when it's quiet. I know I like to do that. I even will go out into the backyard before anybody in the house is up. Um, of course, you know, the dog sees me and is like, yeah, I'm coming with you too. But (laughs) still, you know, before everything gets moving, that might be a good time to just have some quiet time and reflect. Another time might be, you know, perhaps midday when things are a little quiet around the office, not too much is going on. You might be between classes or meetings you can close the door and just relax a bit, or it might be the end of the day when you're home. You know, right before you're before you're going to bed, maybe you can just take a few minutes to reflect and wind down. Um, another tip that I got some years ago about, uh, you know, I I was used to be the kind that would come barreling into the office and start, you know, put my purse and my bag down and just start immediately. And then when the day was over, you know, I was still like typing up emails as I'm walking out the door. And that just, I look back on that time now, and I know that that wasn't really the best way to kind of start the day or end the day. So one of the suggestions that i can't even remember who gave it to me or how I came across it was to just lean into the day, right? So you get to the office, you know, maybe you get there a little five minutes before your actual start time, you unpack your work bag, you put your lunch in your refrigerator, and then you just ease into your seat and you start your day being mindful about how you're moving through that day and being very intentional. Then at the end of the day, I would take 15 minutes to wind down. Right. So if I knew that I was leaving at 430, then at 415, I was already starting to, to wrap things up. Right. That final email was sent off, um, whatever types of things I needed to put into place to exit the day or end my workday. I was already doing that so that by 430 or five or whatever the time was, um, I was moving out of that space very intentionally and knowing that I had essentially like closed the day down. And so those are, you know, a couple of suggestions. I've had some friends and colleagues who will, if they're, you know, taking a car to or from work, then they would maybe sit in the car for a few minutes just to kind of think about the day, um, either starting it or finishing it. So there are you know, a number of different ways in which you can be intentional and be mindful and just kind of slow down a little bit and take in what's going on because oftentimes we're going through the day and it is just a blur, right? You can ask me, well, what happened yesterday? And I'm like, I don't even remember yesterday or the day before. But if we are intentional and slowing down and a little bit mindful, you will probably find it to be a little more relaxing, right? There's no quick fix to any of this. These are just some tips that will help you um, in your mental health and your mental wellness. And I definitely welcome any suggestions that you all have. So thinking about your nourishment, thinking about the time and how you're spending it, being intentional with self-care, putting yourself first, and then something that um, I have been working on all this year actually is really trying to spend more time being joyful and finding joy and although i'm a clinical psychologist and i've been doing this quite some time um when i was talking to one of my friends and she was like oh you know what lorraine i i know what's missing from my life it's like i'm not experiencing joy and i was like oh joy okay i know the emotions but wait do I need to look that up again? And I actually did because I thought, you know, maybe that's what I'm missing as well. And so, you know, you will have to define what brings you joy, but I can guarantee you that if you seek something joyful, it will enrich you immensely. Your mental health will benefit from it. Your work life will build a bit from it, your family life, your interpersonal life. And so, you know, one of the things that those of you who um, see see me on the YouTube channel will notice that I always have some type of flower or bouquet in the background and flower arrangements bring me joy. I just love them. I love being out in nature and actually um, picked up some flowers um, the other day when we were at the farmer's market and came home and just, you know, putting this arrangement together. It's a simple one, but I just love looking at it, right? So engaging with flowers and plants brings me a lot of joy. And there are other things as well, but I just really want you all to know that joy can come in small packages. And, one of the ways to be mindful and enrich your mental health and mental well-being is increasing the joy factor in your life. So hopefully those tips will help. And you know, while you're on your summer break or vacation or between classes um, or even just sitting outside in this lovely weather that we have during the summer months, I hope that, These tips will be helpful to you, and um, we will be looking at some meatier things, you know, in the coming months. But for July, I thought we'd just take a light summer break and uh, appreciate our mental health and mental wellness and want to definitely, you know, remind you all that July is BIPOC, BIPOC mental health month and so if you have if you are or if you have any friends or families or loved ones who are in the, you know BIPOC community please do check in with them and make sure they're doing okay because a lot of times we aren't doing so well we don't always know how to talk about it and we are grinding. We're dealing with all kinds of, you know, seeming a seeming and true assaults, and it can really, really wear us down. So please do take care of yourself, take care of your friends and family and loved one, take care of your communities, and you know, if you're an ally out there, we definitely need your support. So thanks again for listening and. Enjoy your summer July. I hope you enjoyed today's session. Thank you for listening. And if you're looking to advance your career in academia and you'd like to talk, please schedule a call on my calendar. It's a no obligation call and we'll have a quick chat and I'll see if I can help you out and answer any questions you might have. Continue to connect with me by going to theacclivity.com and on Facebook and LinkedIn. Be sure to subscribe to the Advancing Your Career in Academia podcast, and you'll be instantly notified when the new podcasts are available. Don't forget to like us.